Hey, everybody, and welcome to this edition of, well, this is the Racing Insiders podcast. I am your host, Kate Dillon from Crate Insider and all the things. And I'm sitting here, of course, with Steve Hendren. <laughs> I don't know, the list gets long. It does. It's yeah, you like, can, like, spout off and, like, take a half an hour to describe all the shit. I know, I know. Hey there, I'm Kate Dillon and I grew up in racing. I'm the CEO and founder of CrateInsider.com and I'm also the creator of WinningMotorsportsMarketing.com. I felt something was missing in motorsports because one of my favorite things about racing is the stories we tell off the track. And that's what I'm here to bring to you. Welcome to the Racing Insiders podcast, the show that takes you behind the scenes. We share stories, tech tips and have some laughs along the way. So let's drop that green flag and get started. <clears throat> um, I think I'm gonna have to start posting on, on like on Instagram and trade show people. guru. Um, I'm not gonna go guru. Okay. I am a trade show organizer along with my brother. Yes. Yes, of course. So cannot forget my brother Jimmy Schiltz. Mm-hmm. He's um, integral to this whole situation. Of course, that is my latest and greatest project that I've got working on. Well, the cool thing is, you like you guys work good together. Yeah. So yeah, we do. Both of you have the same brain. Yeah, we do. We do. We, we really do. It's it's really incredible. I mean, we were talking about it the other night that um, how much our skills balance each other. Like, there's a lot that we're on the same page about, that we both yeah. have the same skills. But then there's there's, there's a lot that um, we have different skills that we can bring you're, to the table. You're my two favorite nerds. We are such nerds. Well, and you can't forget our publicist either. Wesley Outland is done. Oh, Wesley's what, done an amazing what, job. Yes. Yeah, Wesley's fantastic because yep. it's one thing to to do all of the planning and the and getting vendors signed up and getting all the nerd things. I'm I'm nerd things, yeah. but it's hard to be on top of social media and get. Um, well, Wesley's get all kind that of out. a nerd too, so it's like the, the trifecta of nerds. Well, and you know, together. Wesley and I do a lot of work together too because you know, like I built his website and. Oh, yeah. And and he does PR stuff for me, yep. so it's really great. Yeah, it's what is, awesome. is that a is that an airplane flying by? Yeah, what is sure that? is. Wow. Probably one of those little small jets flying into the airport here. It was just it was just shocking because it's been so quiet out here today. Although there was like a dog barking. This is what happens when you live in small town friendly. Yeah. Yes, that's actually the for anybody who doesn't know. We live in I live in Rutherfordton, North Carolina. You actually live in Gilkey. Yeah, I live in or B- Union Mills. B- BFE. Yeah. <laughs> I already live in BFE. You live beyond that. Yes. Uh, but I live in town. Which is nice because I can walk out my not on my front porch and shoot guns if I want and yell and scream and be naked and do whatever the hell I want to do and nobody sees me and nobody can say anything. So. You do you. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, and I live in Rutherfordton, and but no, the on the little street signs it actually says "small town friendly." That's the that is the nickname for Rutherfordton, North Carolina. Right. Yes. So I'm gonna get us um, logged in over here so we can. Oh, you didn't do that in advance. Um, well, no, I didn't. And you, you know, you're Uh-oh. you got messages coming Jason in. Jason Orr's already contacted me. Oh could, my god! Probably because I'm wearing a shirt on. The... Oh, look at that! Yeah, and I. Oh did... no, it's something about something else. Oh, okay. I know you guys have fun going back and forth with um, all the all the things that you do, and it's pretty funny. So, it, I I know you guys send memes back and forth and stuff. Oh so yeah, it's hilarious. I know I get to see them sometimes, so it's good. I'm gonna text him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell him he's live on on Unsealed right now, or is he at the racetrack? Actually, we went to the racetrack last night. I haven't been back to the track in a while, so. That was my first. That was my first race since I got my eyes done. My eye. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you haven't been back, huh? No, I haven't. And now I know why. Between the mud clod that was on my sunglasses and the, I pretty much, you know, I pretty much, at least I held up the GoPro to tape the whole race to record the whole race. But I actually had to keep my eyes closed for most of it because there was like dust flying. Well, at least things went pretty quick last night. Yeah, it was. It was really quick. That was good. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, here he goes again. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, I got the devil horns. Oh, gotcha. Woo, party oh, wait, no, on. Wait, no, it was that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, so we've got some folks joining us here today. Uh, we got Scott. He, he's always like the first one on nice. our, on, from California, where our governor signed a bill to ban the sale of new gas-powered cars and trucks by 2035. Oh, my God, I saw that. I did, too. What, guys, what, what do you think of that? If you guys don't vote that stupid son of a bitch out this year, I don't know. I mean, just move out of California, basically. 
Well, I mean, that, that place is just so screwed. Yeah, that just gets us straight into current events. I grew up there, and I, I, it's just, it's so sad, honestly. Yeah, well, and some people say that California is the bellwether and that like whatever happens in California gets, you know, is going to be the trend. I don't think that's the case anymore, Not honestly. anymore. No, no. You know, it was interesting when I was a it's, kid. It's the trend of what not to do. Well, when I was a kid, we I lived in Iowa. Yeah. And living in Iowa, or Minnesota, I lived in both, that, I mean, our fashion was always way behind because fashion came in from either New York or California. So, I mean, it's it's, kind of so, middle. it's so six months Every ago. Every now and again when somebody would fly over, some, something would fall out on an airplane, you're like, much. oh, yeah, that's a shirt I need to wear now. Oh, pretty much. Kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we were totally doing Valley Girl stuff. And the, you know, like you just, five years too late. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> well, not quite that bad. I'm probably talking six to nine months. Yeah. You know, and it was interesting uh, because have you watched Cobra Kai yet? I have not. Okay. No. Well, I, I saw the preview. I mean, I was never a big fan of the whole, what was that? Karate Kid. Karate Kid shit. Um, well, but I mean, we all watched it, but it's just not my thing. Well, well here's an, I, I want to share a perspective with you from someone who grew up as a Midwesterner. Okay. And watching Cobra Kai, it reminded me, of course, because it's the continuation of Karate Kid. Right. And, I, and they did I a good under, job. I get it. <laughs> so, but um, what it reminded me of is as a kid, think about all of the, all of the movies, the kid movies that were set in California. So like Karate Kid, thinking of E.T. was an was a huge right. one, you know. In so many of these movies, California was the setting, and for the generation of that of of us that were in the Midwest, I mean, California was the promised land. And now, as an adult, and you know, several years yeah. have gone by. Now, now, when you have to pay taxes and actually be responsible, well, not so much. No, no, no. But <laughs> I'm saying the culture is different too. Well, it is. Um, uh, what I'm saying is that. They really threw something away in that here was this setting that was really the promised land, and it's just not like that anymore. It, it just isn't. No, so, no. Anyway, very interesting. Um, okay, so, and we don't think, I mean, gas-powered vehicles, that's a, you know, here's the challenge that I have with it, because for anybody who doesn't know, uh, I but, am and, into and, green stuff. But, but, yeah, and did you read the article about that? So the article was actually saying the reason that they did this was to, you know, save the environment. Well, that's where I'm going next. Yeah, I know. You're going to go into the battery deal. Yeah. On how much batteries well, actually... The production of one battery actually pollutes the entire world. Well, I think it's... Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's just ridiculous and where... Got, like five-year-old African kids doing slave labor to haul shit out of the ground so you can have your battery-powered car. Yeah. To make but, yourself feel better about saving the environment. Well, and that's just it. You know, it's the whole concept of, you know, and I've talked about it. I say, you know, when we, when you throw something away, where is a way? Where right. is a way? Yeah. What, what, what exactly do you mean by a way? Right. There is no such thing as a way. And, and when we just shift to just because we can't see it, just because it's not in our backyard. And here's the thing about it, though. How do you charge a battery-powered car? Well, I know, well you just plug it in the wall, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're not doing it with a battery. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Or it's, the sun. No. No, so. you, no, you're not. I mean, the technology, we're getting closer and closer every single day, but we're not there yet. And at this point, so. those those technologies do more pollution. Honestly, the, the best solution right now is to have nuclear uh, power. That's nu- what I was going to say. So as a greenie, what, what is your preferred choice of energy? You know, I'm going to go nuclear. Exactly. Is what I'm going to go. And and it's so interesting because you've seen like the, the hippies from the 70s that oh, were yeah. anti-nuke yep. um, really come around because when you look at all of the other thing, it's the law of unintended consequences. And, and yeah, but here's the thing too, is that we think that vehicles are the most polluting thing. But coming from the building industry, where I was before, I truthfully, forty percent yeah. of the energy—at least this was the stats about ten years ago—that forty um, percent of the energy consumed in the United States is consumed by buildings. So it's not—it's that's how much energy energy goes into buildings. Well, which is incredible. So it's we think it's cars just because we can see diesel since, smoke rising. Since, and it's not since, that. since we're a racing show that talks about you know other random shit. My question would be, all right, so if they're going to ban the sale of new gas-burning or 
you know, petrol burning cars or diesel burning vehicles or whatever. Um, what are they gonna do about racing out there? Are they well, gonna it's ban dead. it? Are they gonna ban it? They have to. Well, he, I, I did certainly think about that too, because at least race cars they don't come with titles. And if anything else, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I see it as a as a game changer because I, I don't know what it's. Gonna I, do. I don't. I don't think it's going to be possible to have any racing out there yeah. at all. I mean, it's a it's a definitely a killer for our industry, and yeah, it's twenty thirty five, but fifteen years, that goes by quick, and it's they're going to step into this, I'm sure, in lots of different ways. You know, and, and I think as we see NASCAR go hybrid and then eventually electric, well, that's <clears throat> there's that. Crap yeah, rolls downhill. I think what you see here is like California flexing their money muscle, per se. Well, until that, they don't have any money left. Until they don't have any money left, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because most people are going to move out of there, I think. And there's a mass exodus from there in places like New York and New Jersey and Connecticut and stuff like that. There's people just mass migrating everywhere other than those super blue areas. Well, did you see what the, also California wants to do with taxing the rich people? I haven't seen that, but it no. doesn't surprise me because that's been no. their but listen goal to this. for yeah. Ever. But, <laughs> but here, here's their here's their plan: is that if let's say they pass, let's say you move out, you're one of the thousand super rich people that yeah. um, that they feel the need to tax, right? Because um, it's about how many of them there are forty right. forty thousand, and they pass that law tomorrow. But you moved out yesterday. Doesn't matter. They're they're going to go back, and plus they're going to hunt you down and get money from you for the next ten years. I don't think that that's legal at all. How well, can you be paying taxes in more than one state? One one interesting thing to me is like you look at like we do this little shitty show on our little on our little channel or on your little channel here once a week, right? Right. But then you look at somebody like Joe Rogan, yeah, who is like just probably a world renowned podcaster. Oh, he is. Yeah, who, he's the number who, one who, podcaster. Who, who, number one podcaster in the world. Yeah. Who gets everybody. Where'd mm-hmm. he move? Ke- Texas. Texas. Yeah. You know what he did? He got the hell out of California. Yeah. You know what he's doing now? Because I watched his podcast the other day or listened to it. What? What's that? Bashing the shit out of California for all their stupid taxes. I'm sure. Yeah. And so. now I was seeing some stuff about like, you know, people wanting to cancel Joe Rogan. What's that all about? Is that just because I, of the debate thing that he wants to do? It's a bunch of whiny of? bitches and he recognizes that Joe Biden has got a screw loose and doesn't want to have any I mean, basically yeah, he want, he wanted to I mean, I watched the watch slash listen to the because it was on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, the podcast while I was putting the engine together the other day. And I watched the one where he where he was talking about, you know, doing the he said, Yeah, I'd do it. But here's what I want. I want both candidates by themselves, nobody else around, me and those two, for about two or three hours. Yeah. That would be epic. You know? Well I and, I and, honestly and, just like to see some truth. And the whole nobody else around thing mm-hmm. is probably what's got everybody all bent out of shape because as we all know, Joe's gotta have a friggin' teleprompter to say his own name. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, speaking of that, I because I'm registered as an independent, I get I know. literally all the things. Yep. Did I tell you about how I got the Biden Build Back Better plan? No, no. I, I got to tell you now. If I'd have thought of it, I would have grabbed it and brought it to the Make podcast. Make it quick so we don't bore everybody to death. On well, the show I know, but Joe it's Biden's it's it's four things. It's four things. Okay. The the number one thing is is basically tax it, close all the tax loopholes, and. Um, and, and tax the rich. Is that like the gun show loophole that doesn't exist? It's <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, that's okay. That's this is number one way to screw me over. Right is exactly. is what this is. I know because they have no freaking. I, I could. I'm gonna really try not to swear here, but honestly, our business is screwed. You can swear because you can always dub it out later. No, we're not dubbing it out. Okay, <laughs> number two, he says help small businesses. How in the hell he plans on doing that when he just raised the taxes on it? No idea. I know. Number three. Throw a whole bunch of money at schools and teachers. You know, they didn't want to even come to fucking work. So let's go ahead and throw more money at them. There we go. And number four, cancel the law that says Medicare can't um, negotiate about prescription drugs. Great. I want to help old people. That's great. But Trump just did favored nations clause. Medic help, changing Medicare doesn't help me. Right. So number one, you want to take more money from me. You want to basically close down my business. I don't even have any kids, so the teacher thing doesn't sort of affect Apply me. You. Yeah, but honestly, if you're paying teachers more money, you're costing me more money, mm-hmm. and you're you're gonna. I mean, that's great. I want to help people. Don't get me wrong. Teachers who get three months out of the year off. 
Well, not only that, but <laughs> I mean, did we not find anything from virtual learning? I right. mean, if, if, if yeah, that's if, worked if out was, really well. Well, which I think is a disaster. But at this point, you know, they it was the teachers' union that decided not to come back to work. Yeah. And now we're going to reward them. I mean, that's the build back better plan. Okay. It's at least I know what it is now, which is exactly why I'm not going to vote for it. Trump 2020. Okay, leading into that. Yeah. Or leading, I mean, or leading to what I want to say because of what you, you just say, said. Yeah, you, you do, yeah. So we're going to be going to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania next Thursday. Mm-hmm. You and I going to my dad's memorial race at uh, uh, Pennsylvania's uh, Pittsburgh Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. Or Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I always get that backwards. PPMS. And so anyways, we're going to be going up there next Thursday, right? Yeah. So what I'm proposing Okay, this is, ought to be good. Yeah, here's what I'm proposing is that we do like a little challenge. So on it's about seven and a half hour drive. We're going to go through North Carolina, northern part of North Carolina, a little bit of Virginia, basically all of West Virginia, part of Pennsylvania to get to Pittsburgh. Then we're going to be driving around Pittsburgh the whole time we're there. Then we're going to be coming back. Yep. Through them same states. So my proposition is we, we are going to count every Joe Biden bumper sticker and sign that we see from the time we leave so that we'll be leaving like right here yeah from here like until we get to here. until we get to the hotel mm-hmm. the entire time we're in pittsburgh and then the entire time drive back until we get right here okay and we're going to keep a tally on how many joe biden bumper stickers and signs we see yeah okay my my proposition is okay as crate insider I think you should do a prize pack for anybody who picks the exact number of signs and bumper stickers that we see. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. And then, like, the closest one without going over. Oh, like, the, it's Price is Right rules. Yes, right. I like Price right. is Right rules. Okay. So, we go the closest one without going over, and whoever wins that, or whoever guesses correctly... We'll announce it on this show. We'll announce it on this show. Well, it might not be next Sunday, because we'll be probably... We won't get back until like seven. Of course, I guess we can do a seven o'clock show. Well, we could also just throw the the phone in a mount and uh, be doing the show going you can down do, the road. You can do it going down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that wouldn't be fair because, like, I said, it would end when it gets back here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just do the show when we come back. It might be a shorter show, just because yeah, we'll like be half tired. hour or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. But anyways, I mean, that could be something you can promote on your channel. Or I'll, on your, I'll mention on your it on Tuesday too. Yeah. Do that, and we'll get a bunch of bets. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably just need to start another post that says how many how many Biden signs and stickers yeah. do you think we're gonna find, um, you know, and yeah, listen to our show. I we should also do like out. a second prize pack for like the you know next know. closest. Next closest. Okay, we'll just have to see. I mean, I'm Let's curious. Do top three. No, top three is good. No, number one, <laughs> I'm curious how many there actually are because clearly we don't actually know the answer to that question because we haven't really even left the county other than going to to Gaffney. That's about right, it. Right. Yeah. So we don't really know. We don't know what's out in the world. Which I can tell you from here to Gaffney, there wasn't one. There wasn't because <laughs> I'm actually paying attention to this shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, and and this will be a game that we can play. This is kind of like well, he he came to me before the show and he said he goes I, I have an idea for for a game we can play on the way to Pittsburgh. And I was like, I was like, okay, let me, let me guess how many cracker barrels we see. <laughs> well, and maybe that's, maybe that's the comparison factor. Right. Will there be more cracker barrels or Biden stickers and signs? <laughs> What's the over under on that one? <laughs> that might actually, that could be the second part of the prize. So you got to like guess twice. You got to guess how many you see overall. And how many the cracker barrels versus the over under on oh cracker God. barrels versus Biden signs? Oh, wow. wow, yeah, that could be like you know that could be like a two hundred dollar gift certificate or something kind of deal <laughs> well, there. Because that could be a Hendron Racing Engine well, gift certificate. Well, there. I'll do that. But okay. if you get the over under on that shit, man, you. <laughs> oh man! Wow, fun. wow. Well, at least at least we've got something other than road rage to talk about on the way up to Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, don't be road rage, trust me. Anytime you travel I seventy seven, there will be road rage. I just, I'm go ahead and go. Do I? I think meditation. I might have to get. You know, you got a birthday coming up too. You know what? You know, I might have to you get know, you, meditation. You can do classes. the over under on, on how many times I go. I go. You fucking idiot. <laughs> no, the the over under on that is 
if <laughs> you can get close, Price is Right rules, you can get close, <laughs> but you go over and, and I won't ride with you anymore. Because it's, I, I hate that. You say that every time. I know, but but you knew, you knew, you knew, you knew yesterday that it, you, you were really well behaved yesterday. So I appreciate that. All right. Hey, we got some folks here. We said right. we've got Gary. Gary and Susie got married. Uh, Gary sent me a um, a private message. Oh, to nice. Tell me that oh, Gary, yeah, yeah. They came in. You know, and, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Gary and Susie awesome. got married. So congratulations, congratulations. on that. And um, and well, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Well, yeah. he he's such yeah. a cynic when it comes yeah. to marriage. I'm and. and and so what I do instead is he'll never marry me. So I just continue to make money and make him jealous, so that he wish he was married to me. <laughs> Don't fuck up a good thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. So Al Brian's asking, "Where's Wesley?" I know. Where's Wesley? In fact, we're going to have to have some "Where's Wesley" at the at the show. You think you'll do it? I think he will. Yeah, we're we're already talking about it. That'd so be good. I mean, I yes, I think there's probably going to be some "Where's Wesley" in the meantime too. Well, good. Know? Yeah, you should probably Wesley. do that. Um, Robert says, last night I heard Steve sponsored the Pettit, um, Pat Pettit shootout in Watsonville last night. Thank you for what you do for the sport. Yeah, no. Thank we, you. Yeah, yes. I did. We, uh, we did the hard charger award uh, for Friday and uh, Saturday night. So, nice. Yeah, I'll, I will always be a uh, contributor to that event. So, You know, that reminds uh, me of... Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> when I, when I, when I, I mean, most people on here won't understand this, but uh, uh, you will. Uh, so, like, when it's I was... Robert. Yeah, Robert. When I was when I was a little kid, uh, I was like a like a Boy Scout or whatever Cub Scout, and uh, so I was like selling whatever bullshit things it was we had to sell, and we'd go to the races every Friday night, and I'd get there early and ride with our shop foreman to the racetrack, and so I was up in the grandstands and I had all my shit to sell, and Pat came down, and that's why I'll never. I, this is one of those things where you like never forget somebody because of what they did for you. So she took me around to like everybody in the grandstands and like sold everything that I had to sell for that little Cub Scout thing. And it wasn't like, if you know Pat, you you know how this went. So she like walked up to people and was like, you're going to buy this. (laughs) So (laughs) we, uh, yeah, she, she helped me sell all that stuff. And then me and Jimmy, of course, we raced together for years and, and, uh, uh, he started when he was 16 years old and he was kind of my, Oh, when I was a little kid, he was my idol or little kid. Hell, I wasn't that much younger than him, but, uh, he was, he was kind of my idol. And, and then we, once I started racing, we had a little bit of bad blood between us, but you'll have that racing. So <laughs> one of them things. It's all fun and games until, all fun and until games, you're actually, the, actually, at, at, at any rate, no, I, th- I thought a lot of his parents. Great. And I think a lot of Jimmy too. So. And his whole family. Tony Tammy says, and everybody. what's up? <laughs> And oh, Ravonda's here. Uh, Kay is here. Hi, guys. He, she says, Wesley is. What's up, guys? From Lakeview, South Carolina. Wesley's really putting a car together. We've been working together a lot this there week. You go. Um, Braden says, Sorry, I thought this page was about crate engines, not this. My bad. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we are. You we can are. leave. You can leave we if are. you want to. Yeah, it's but um, we talk about all the things. <laughs> so yeah, we we can a- answer questions. Okay, Joe says, Hey, Steve and Kate. This question is for Steve, and it's a two-part question. One, I have a 2017 602 crate. What's the cost to freshen it? And two, what do you think about the base fuel, and do I have to make changes to the carb? Um, as far as the freshening part of it, like usually through us, if like we go through the complete engine, you're looking basically about $3,000. Um, obviously less than a new crate engine, so, you know, you save a bit of money there. Um, as far as the base fuel, I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Um, so you'd have to be a little bit more specific specific on that that's joe camera says hello to the happy racing group Yay. ken says kate swears oh i swear like a sailor when we're, i'm not on camera yeah yeah she is she's um, like worse than me <laughs> camera says i love this special ops racing channel <laughs> all right oh anthony says hi from the voice of richmond raceway and rock castle speedway logan roberson won 1200 friday at rock castle and richmond raceway kentucky 5000 awesome crate races yeah. caution all right. Yeah, I saw him, uh, or saw him, saw that he won uh, last night. I think it was a fast track race. Yeah, I saw yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Willie says, um, or Brian says, you will see 100 Trump to one Biden. Okay, we're not even, <laughs> we're not even trying to um, count the Trump signs because that's going to be way over the top. Yeah. All right. So let's see. We got some more questions, I'm sure. 
Um, okay, Willie's guessing 12, and I'm probably <laughs> going over for the Biden yeah, signs. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Ken said, is there a price for how many times Steve swears on the trip? There, there's. I don't know that there's even a count available for you that. Could actually do that. Uh, no, we are not doing that. I, I would I'd like, like to on do the drive. Yeah, don't tempt him. And I, don't I, tempt I, him. I won't even try to. That's well, I, I mean, I know you're not going to just. You, no. That's just you, you doing you right there. Okay, so Wesley says, um, does fuel type matter when purchasing a fuel regulator? I have E85, by the way. Uh, well, I mean, I, I recommend a bypass regulator on everything. Just kind of my go-to. Mm-hmm. That's the most efficient system that I found. So, no, not necessarily. Um, e eighty-five. You, in my opinion, you definitely need a bypass system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as regulators go, any of the name brand bypass regulators work pretty good. So, yeah, I know you sell a couple couple different ones, and I do. And any of those work work quite well. Yeah, we've kind of gone to the KSE ones. Is kind of been our go-to. Yeah, more recently. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got a little bit of preference on on. I mean, we actually even on a belt drive pump, we'll actually plug that jet and it's inside the regulator and uh, use it just as a straight bypass because we found a little bit of stuff here recently on fuel pressure. So. Oh, okay, cool. All right, uh, let's see. And that base fuel is an R15 base race fuel. Okay, yeah, I'm it's not... It's like I, 101 octane. Okay, like 101, yeah. Like, I'm not 100% familiar with base stuff, um, honestly. Um, I mean, they're welcome to send me some fuel to test, but mm-hmm. I haven't really done a whole lot of work with those guys, so I don't have much of an opinion on their fuel or anything, but, you know, mm-hmm. I would still run a bypass system on the base fuel. Yeah. Okay, Tom asked, Does, do the anti-reversion mufflers help on a built motor the same that they do on a crate? Oh, oh exponentially more. Well, and this is on a Crate Racing USA street stock, so it's yes. going to be a, an yeah. equivalent motor to a 602. It, it does, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, let me ask you this. So the, a lot of these built engines that we would have like in a, a Crate Racing USA. It's a built engine, right. But a lot of them are going to be like a Chevy 350. I mean, you're not going to. We're not talking about like a super late model motor mm. here. We're we're talking about just another Chevy 350 Correct. that you can get into. So I mean, that's all your stuff. I'll put it this stuff. way: we we have yet to use the Anor version mufflers on anything we have not picked up power on. Oh, can I tell you what Willie from Willie's and Willie's Carb said about your Anor version mufflers? Can, yeah. He said because I asked him the same question one time about whatever the application was, and he was like, Kate. You can put those anti-reversion mufflers on a rental car, and it's going to give you more horsepower. <laughs> that's what Willie's. That's what Willie's version yeah. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Now, yes. now, like when you go to like full-blown open engines, um, I've seen like on super late model engines, I have seen sixty to seventy foot-pounds of torque gain just by bolting those on a triwa. Um, Willie's seen a hundred. Wow. Um, I haven't seen that personally, but Willie yeah. has. Um, so yeah, there's, like I said, anything you put them on, they're going to gain. Um, we, we actually, at one point were disguising them for some world outlaw sprint car stuff, which we won't say who that was, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's some good, good gains on everything that we've ever tested on. Even, even four cylinders. I mean, four cylinder stuff was, was big at one point. Great. Next question is from Michael. He says, what CFM carburetor do you recommend for a 604? Um, usually what we'll use on ours is a 1250 center section, uh, billet center section, which is, which is essentially like a 650 per se. And then we've got some stuff going on right now where we're, we've been building some stuff actually a little bit smaller than that and actually seeing more improvement yet. So um, 650 would be the max size if it's a billet center section. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom says, thank you for the information. Same built motor. Is it worth the money to go to the fast performance system over the HEI distributor setup I'm currently on? Absolutely. <clears throat> HEI does not belong in anything other than like a 1965 Impala. Um, so. Now, now, when we say this, though, you're talking about also stepping away from the HEI and going with a billet distributor. Correct. Which would be either the MSD or the fast. Yeah, in this I case, prefer, you the do fast. prefer the fast. 100%. And and let's. I mean, if you're starting from scratch. 
So right. Well, and and it sounds like if he's got an HEI, that means he doesn't have a box. So that means, well, I mean, he might have one just off yeah. to the side or something. But if if you're because with an HEI, you don't have an ignition box. But here, this way, well, you, you can go you can you can fire an HEI with a box. Oh, okay. That's I mean, a totally different typically, conversation. Yeah, right. Okay, but I would say that. Well, the other thing, a big question I get about the fast distributors is, can they be used with an MSD box? They and, can, the, and yes. Uh, yes. In, like, there's been a couple scenarios where we found that the distributor won't work with the box, but that's like, eh, that's probably about five years ago. So I think most of the current MSD stuff will. Uh, one thing I can say is that um, Holly owns MSD. Mm-hmm. So... You know what that means. What does that mean? Oh, shit, probably won't be made anywhere near our shores here for <laughs> quite a while. So, whereas the fast stuff is all made in the United States. That's nice. And yeah. uh, if you if you want to think of it from that point of view, then fast is like the only way to go, in my opinion. Yeah. If you want to think of it from a performance standpoint, yeah, both run about the same, usually, if they're both functional. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. there's no performance gain either way that I've found. Gotcha. And Cameron was saying that his his driver last night missed qualifying by like two, was point oh two, so the two hundredths of a second, and um, and it wound up being missed a what? spark. Okay, here we go. We got to go back because there's a couple of messages here. So let's see here. Last night at the racetrack, we had a situation come up with a driver that missed the qualifying on the pole by two one hundredths of a yeah. second. He said. Um, and it wound up being a spark plug situation. And I asked him when the last time was he we changed the spark plugs. His answer was, I've never changed the spark plugs. And I've had the motor for over a year. <laughs> so how do you know how long to go to change the plugs? And I said, if you want to trade in um, trade Insider last week, you were... Trade Insider, I'm sure. If, yeah. If you want you wa- to... If you watched, um, I'm sure. Oh, if you watched, you'd understand that you need to change them. Yes. And the end result of the night of the race, and he wound up finished third and had a car that was fast enough okay, to win. Yeah. So, yeah, how often so, do you... The question here is how often well, do, you, I, do you recommend... I, I, I tell my customers, plugs? like, to, to leak their engines down every 10 races. So, bare minimum, that amount of time. Because, I mean, you're pulling the plugs out anyway. Oh, perfect. And okay. so, like, you know, a lot of guys will, like, on 604s, will change their springs then. So, normally, what I tell everybody is, like, when you change your springs, just change your plugs. Yeah. Because the things are coming out anyway. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, like, you know, 28 bucks for a set of spark plugs. Yeah. So it's not like a big... Or 23 if you're going with the NGKs. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not that much. So, I mean, it's under $30. Yeah. So it's like one of those cheap maintenance items that, that everybody should be invested in. That's, I mean, that's a really good... I'm, I'm going to yeah. actually make a quick little just tech video or something often to change spark plugs because that's, that's something we don't talk about a lot. Yeah. Or and, maybe we come up with a maintenance schedule to let people know. I mean, we get a lot of these maintenance questions okay. on, a, on a quite a frequent basis. Yeah. Um, so that would be a good, good something for us to come up with. Yeah, and, and 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 honestly, on crate engines, people tend to get a little bit lazy on maintenance, especially with spark plugs, because you really don't look at the things that much. It's not like running a super motor or a limited motor where you're changing valve springs every three races, you know. Well, and it's really just three. Things. Well, I guess six hundred twos could be depending on what you're what you're doing, but well, yeah, six hundred twos is a different story. But. Uh, but, like, you know, open engines, I mean, you're constantly doing maintenance on them. And, and people tend to get a little bit lazy on the crate engine side of things because essentially you fire the thing up, go race it, and shut it off and go back the next week. Yeah, I only really noticed that I need to change it's the a, It's a great class for people who don't want to wash their cars. Okay. I'm joking. I know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I don't tend to change a light bulb until I flip the switch and then the light bulb's not on anymore. You know, it doesn't work. <laughs> but, you know, well, there's three things to maintain a crate engine, really. It's oh, yeah. change the oil, change the springs, change the spark plugs. Well, I mean, for well, actual maintenance, and then, of course, your leak down test. Make sure there's no dirt getting in the engine. So, you know, mm-hmm. good filtration system. That helps. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess maintenance. I guess that's part of maintenance too. Is yep. cleaning your air filters. Correct is a good one. Um, okay. Uh, Gary says, "Where's the best place to get X eighty five without getting killed on the shipping?" Where are you located? I think they're um, yeah. So let them know. I mean, I think you're in North Carolina, but I mean, Bobby Taylor Oil Company is well. The, yeah, that's where I get mine from. Is Bobby Taylor Oil Company in Fayetteville? Uh huh. And they'll actually deliver to to us. So if I order it on a Monday, I'll get it on a Thursday. Yeah. 
usually. Well, if you uh, order enough of it too, you're ordering it by the drums, so you're probably getting yeah. a deal on shipping. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, shipping. You got the interstate bullshit tax and this tax and that tax. So yeah, I mean, but it's not like having it shipped shipped common carrier. Gotcha. So, but yeah, let me know where you live. I can probably tell you like where the best place to get it is. Yeah. Um, now, Tim oh, high point, high point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Bobby Taylor Oil Company. Yeah, you can Google them and call them Monday, and like I said, odds are they'll have it to you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere around there. Cool. It sounds like we got some rain going on here, so wasn't even gonna... supposed to rain today. Well, <laughs> we live here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tropical fucking rainforest. Uh, Okay, Tim's got a great question. Mm-hmm. He says, um, I'm looking to see how to properly store the uh, Crate 604 for the winter. Um, now, we've certainly talked about this one before. Not on this show, but yeah. you and I have talked about yeah, this. Yeah, what I, what I recommend normally is, I mean, this is like going back old school, but what we'll do is, especially if you're like in a, in a place that's not, you know, controlled atmosphere so you have no heater air conditioning something like that which is if freezing which is which is most people's shops yeah so obviously number one drain the water out of the block so pull the side plugs everything get everything out of the damn motor um well that'd be like number three but yeah anyways as far as number one as far as far as the engine goes what we would normally do is we'll fire the engine off uh usually it with you know what kind of whatever kind of fuel you're using obviously and fire the engine off, and then we start, we'll take, it doesn't matter what kind of oil, it can be like, you know, just the cheapest oil you can buy at Advanced Auto Parts, just a quart of it. And with the engine running, uh, you start pouring oil down the carburetor, and you have to keep it running because it's going to want to die because you're pouring oil down the carburetor. And you do this until you just got like this giant cloud of blue smoke flying out the exhaust, and the spark plugs are fouling out and everything else. Shut that thing off, and the engine is ready for the winter. In other words, it's not, it's not going well, to rust. It's not going to do anything else. So then, obviously, at that point, drain the water out, and pretty much the engine's good to go. Uh, as far as the carburetor goes, um, if you're on E85, make sure you do not want that shit to dry out in your carburetor. So drain it out. Pop the bowls off. Spray everything down with, I don't care what it is, WD-40. It can be anything. And just make sure everything's lubricated good, and you're pretty much winterized. So. Great. But remember, before you go race the next season, to start it up and let all that shit burn out of the engine before you put new spark plugs in it. Well, will spark plugs even? I mean, you said it, 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 it'll, 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 it'll fire up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And change the oil. Put water in it. Don't forget the water. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, gosh. Um, okay. We, well, we got a couple good questions here. Mm-hmm. Cameron says, have you guys started manufacturing Crate Insider collared shirts? I have one. I usually just get them made for myself. Yeah. But, uh, you, you can have them made. But I, well, I know. I mean, you, I. You kind of got the shirt hook up. Like, well, Melanie does my embroidery. Oh, so that's co- right. We're, yeah. When we're talking about collared okay, shirts. Okay, yeah, that's we're, true. Okay. We're, yeah. That's a different direction. I got you. Never sold them. Um, but... I mean, I just haven't really had the demand for them. I don't know. Maybe yeah. there is demand. Yeah. Maybe I need to have a whole Crate Insider line of things and expand and get you into that. Do like Kyle Strickler and have some underwear. I, I, have, <laughs> I have a pair of those, you know. <laughs> they're really for decoration since they're about 14 sizes too small for me. But, I mean, I'll just own it. Okay. Uh, next up... Um, Oh, Cameron asks. So, what is the bar serving today? So, usually, yeah, we usually ask each other what we what we're drinking. What I'm are you doing, drinking uh, today? I'm doing Amber Bach. Amber Bach. I am drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> That's basic. Wow, you're a damn. I know. I'm a party pooper. Okay. Wesley says E85 versus C85. What's the difference, and would carb changes need to be made? All right, E85 is. The same, essentially, as like X85, which is what I've been referring to on this show a lot, which would be the VP version of E85. C85 is something that VP also makes, and C85 is actually illegal in every racing series that I know of that allows E85, because the specific gravity is too high. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, don't run that. (laughs) Unless you want to get popped. Um... 
and the specific gravity is too high because they have other oxygenating agents in that fuel. Yeah, like they've got maybe like a nitropropane or something I'm like that. I'm not 100% whatever. sure what we they just got in it. just put one of those. But there's, there's another oxygenating agent in it that raises a specific, specific gravity. God, that's a hard word to fucking say. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, an odd, that's not a tongue twister. All right, Quincy asks, have you ever tested with the dome-type Kinzer filter setup? If so, is it worth the investment? I have, I tested with that years ago. Um, on the dyno, it's fine. But, like, on the racetrack, uh, please run that because you'll be freshing your engine more than anybody else. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Well, let's make it clear. You've you found terrible results when you've tried to it's test it before. It's about like running a K&N, but worse. <clears throat> Um, and then Tim said uh, that we were talking about his winterizing his engine. He's on yes. al- alcohol, so Alky, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah you especially want to do the you especially mm-hmm. want to do the uh, oil down the carburetor <laughs> deal on the on the uh, on the alcohol. And then same with alcohol, don't let it dry out in the carburetor. So, well, don't a lot of guys on a weekly basis pour pump gas down the carburetor? Oh, they will, the yeah, races? yeah. And, then there, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can do that as well. And and Cameron's reminding everyone and change the plugs. Yes. <laughs> and he says he loves our show. I mean, it's, it's interactive. Like we're we'll just we're all just sitting here having a beer together and talking about the things that we talk about. And we're having we're having beers and diet cokes together here. Oh wait, no, we're supposed to be like a crate engine answering question show. I know. According to the last I know. dude who. That's okay. Yeah, you know. Whatever. You know. Uh, um, I've just decided that I am not for everyone, <laughs> and that's okay. That's I'm, get, good. I'm getting old and cranky, so <laughs> I just you don't are. give a shit. You got you got a birthday coming up. Oh fuck yeah! I yeah, did. yeah. I mean, we're this is we only have one more show left before you get old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Thanks God. for reminding me. There we go. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Cameron says, I'll call you beginning of the week and order one or two for myself. I wear a lot of colored shirts to the racetrack. See, that'll cool. work good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. You bet. You bet. Oh, and, he, and Cameron's got his picture of us. We're like on the big screen at his house right now. <laughs> cool. <We're, laughs> that's actually how I watch YouTube, Cameron. So that's super awesome. That's Thank badass. you. Um, let's see. Jim says, what air filter do you recommend? You want to talk about this one? Um. Yeah, I mean... Right now, I, I mean, current my current recommendation is the Walker stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I haven't found anything better at the moment. Uh, years ago, we used the R2C. R2C screwed over all their all everybody that sold for them, basically. Um, essentially, went out of business. But I guess and they're back now. I guess they're back now. But to hell with them. So I use the uh, Walker stuff, and I've had zero problems out of it. Um, it's exponentially better than K&N product. So it's an oiled filter still, but like the amount of oil you use amounts to nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's, you don't get that goopy shit in your carburetor like you would with the K&N. And so that's what, that's our current recommendation. Cool. Michael says, uh, will there be a bar at the cars trade show? If there will be, First round is on me. Well, awesome. There will certainly be alcoholic be- adult beverages involved at the show. We're probably going to... Are we going to do the two nights of oh, like, well, we'll appreciation have... night? Or we're going to have well, vendor appreciation on... Thursday night. Thursday. And then, and then attendee appreciation well, on, I mean, probably we have, on Friday. Probably. We, we're working yeah. out the details on... Right. I mean... That's the thing. When you decide you're going to have a trade show three months ago from from now, the time it's, you announce, you just have to like run, and it, it's not like we don't have things figured out. We do, but you have to get well. Kind of the cool things. thing about where this convention center's at, there's like plenty of restaurants around us. Oh my god, we got Iron Thunder. We so have I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be like hanging out in those mm-hmm. areas. So yeah, Iron Thunder will be at walking distance. And no, I don't have hotels either because we're we're negotiating. With and I'm all about right people now. buying me beer. So just look me up before you leave. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> You're a sucker. Okay. Um, so Jason says, what is the gains for the C85 compared to the X85? Just wondering is all. Never seen fuel tested at the track. It's not a lot. I mean, we're, we're not talking like, you know, 20 or 30 horsepower. We're just talking, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, when- it's, yeah, it's not, it's not enough. To me, like, what we're making on X85 right now, it's not going to be the difference between winning and losing if you're racing against somebody who's cheating up or running cheated up uh, C85. 
Well, do you have you found that some of some of those uh, fuels with those additive packages in them that they can be harsher on a crate engine also? No, no, the engine itself. I mean, the engine itself. I mean, it's a low compression engine, so I mean, they'll handle pretty much anything. Well, but didn't you find like with CHP Plus, if people didn't have their carburetors, it wasn't the engine that was the problem; it was the fuel system itself. Well, but I'm saying that you switch out fuel that what it would have worked last week with, you know, 90% of the fuels, right. all of a sudden guys were blowing up engines. Well, they weren't blowing up engines. The problem we were having was with the actual fuel system itself. So it would like, it would like any anything that wasn't the correct kind of rubber in the system would erode the rubber. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we had like, how, uh, we had like friggin' sight glass, sight glasses, the O-ring and the sight glass on the side of the bowl. It was like the sight glasses were leaking. Oh wow! Because of how toxic some of this shit was. Yeah, so, nasty. No, I, I, I would I would not recommend the uh, or the CHP Plus either. But. Oh, um, here's a good question, and I just I I blanked on it the other day. And of course, CHP Plus was eight year ago tech technology that me and my brother yeah basically designed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, can you explain the six hundred two versus six hundred four distributor system? Uh, situation. I think you said it needed a different gear or something. Okay, oh, okay, so, yeah. Let, so, let, if I can just back up for a second, because I realized that the distributor we have, um, that black distributor, yeah, has a bronze gear on it. Right. So does. I need to double check that, or I need to get the other version where it's got the melanized or cast Correct. gear. Yeah. So, um, yeah, speak to that. All right. So the six hundred two, uh, it has a cast flat tap cam. So that needs to either run a cast distributor gear or a melanized gear. Um. As far as the 604, it has a steel cam, so that needs to have either a bronze gear or a melanized gear. So melanized will run on either or, mm-hmm. but bronze can only run on steel, cast can only run on cast. Yeah, so I'm going to order, start ordering those distributors with melanized gears instead of bronze. Well, I mean, you can keep the bronze ones for the 604s and just get them melanized or, or whatever you want to do there. So. Okay. Just trying to make it easy. No, what, we, what I normally do is like, a, I mean... I ordered the same distributor you got. Right. But I'll take the cast gear off the distributor that comes in the engine, bore the hole out, put that cast gear on there, and that's what I put on the distributor. Mm, so gotcha. It's not a big deal. Okay. All right. And then Wesley asks, also, when do you think you will get a shipment of the billet distributors for the 602s? I'll get some ordered this week. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get you the part number. Yeah. Okay. Um, he gives me the part number. I order them on Monday. I should have them on Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, so Cameron says, have you done any dyno tests or any testing on the dyno between the new fast ignition system versus the MSD? Now, when you say new, are you talking about the E7 system or or the other one? Um, so if you could answer that. that Yeah, be MSD has like a, if you're talking about the one where you can like program it with a laptop, I haven't tested the two back to back because to me there's no reason to because you're programming it with a laptop. What I have tested is the E7 system. Mm-hmm. And that's what I currently have in my son's car. And either either or, in my opinion, is probably going to be just great. But again, it comes back to made in China or made in America. Well, and, and let me ask you this. So uh, what, what have you found the difference between now the MSD, you've got like the 6AL or the 6ALN. What's what's the most common box that guys uh, are running? Six, 6AL, six 6ALN. Six I mean, that's like the most common. Right. you got right. 7AL, you know, stuff like that. But Now, I mean, are the which one is the most popular the one if you're going to go msd which of those do you generally recommend? what you're going to find in like 90 percent of crate cars around the country is going to be like a 6al or 6al okay yeah gotcha and and you think the fast system the e7 is is uh better than uh, i don't know that it's better i mean it, it gives us more opportunity to play around uh the reason we put it in the car was like when we were testing all the c85 stuff so we could change timing curves and see what we could find yeah so, I mean, and, you know, we've been able to find, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there kind of deal, and it's made a difference. Is it enough difference to justify the cost of that? Yeah, I'm not so sure right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll be more, a little bit more aware of it, you know, the more testing we get to do. But right now we're limited on what we can test because of how busy we actually are. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't ask. I mean, in order for us to test, we have to be slow. Right. So we're, like, trying to sneak shit in as, as we're uh, trying to get stuff out the door. 
Um, you just answer the question. See everybody's um, how smart they are. They can read everybody's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Josh made in America. I'm going to just do a little plug here. Josh, of course, is Elite Motorsports and is a big dealer for StopTech and Gorsuch Performance yep. and is a awesome tech guy. Josh and I have been talking a lot this week. And He's we... going to be very involved in the Cars Racing Show. Cool. So thank you, Josh, for for all that you're doing to help promote the show. And we like Made in America. Absolutely. Yes. I love Made America. Yep. I mean, sometimes you just don't have another choice. And if, if that's the case, mm. you know, so be it. But there's you know. usually always a choice in the racing industry. You might have to pay a little bit more for it, but there's almost always a choice. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Um, not every single time, but no. almost. Quite a few. Quite a few. Um, and Josh says he's looking forward to it. I mean, we're just going to have one heck of a time. I swear, I'm just going from one party to the next for the next several months. <laughs> I have um, uh, I have PPMS next weekend, yep. which will be a party. Birthday your, your party. Your birthday party. I will be planning the cars racing show parties. Yeah. Then we got our Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Christmas party. <laughs> and then it's the end of the year. Yeah. So it is just... New Year's party. Oh, are, are we? Are we uh, we'll party? do it somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, we don't usually do New Year's. Because, God, I want to get rid of 2020. <laughs> You know, I, I, I love I love where people, some people are like, you know, I'm going to stay up on New Year's Eve night, not to ring in the new year, but just to make sure 2020 goes this is away. gone. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think it's just a lemons into lemonade situation oh, yeah. for me. I mean, 2020, it's been sucking and this a has lot been, of This has been a weird year. This has been a weird year. I mean, I don't know how it's been for your deal, but I mean, for us, you know, normally... Normally July, August, September, I mean, we're kind of sitting around twiddling our thumbs and like doing repairs and, you know, somebody, you know, raced for the 20th time and broke a rocker or whatever. I mean, there's, it's repair stuff. Mm -hmm. And right now we're doing more stuff than we would do in like normally in, I don't know, February and March. No, I think every month. And, And I think there's, it's like people are. People are spending money right now where, and it's weird to me too because it's an election year and normally people hang on to it. So I don't know whether everybody's like spending money in confidence or spending money like, oh my God, there's going to be a toilet paper shortage. We better get our engines. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So Yeah, ever since May, every month is like March all over again. Honestly, it hasn't. But, you know, we're, we're really going to see, we're going to really see the truth of how that plays out because... Because for at least for me, for Create Insider side of things, October first is usually when my business just falls off of a cliff, and and then I mean like the first year, I mean like I would cry because I was like people don't like me anymore. <laughs> I mean for real, I was. Right. I was like, man, it seems like we're getting momentum oh, yeah. and everything's great. And then October happened, and I was like, I don't know, did I do something wrong? Do people not like me anymore? But then I got used to it. I mean, I'm <laughs> this will be my, you know, I guess fourteen, fifteen. Well, I mean, this I don't would know. be my seventh October with Crate Insider. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I get it. I'm not going to be surprised. I'll be more surprised if if uh, if sales continue on the trajectory that they've been on. Yeah, yeah. So on the on the Sunday after November third, I guess we'll continue doing what we're doing here on this show. Yeah. Or it will turn into a pro civil war show. <laughs> right? Is that what we're saying? Um. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to fire my Ruger carbine yet, so <laughs> or I keep calling it the wrong thing. I don't know. He sold me a gun, so um, yeah, yeah. Either way, this would be then. I'll, then you know what? What are, what are you trying to do? Get my Facebook shut down? Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Because I said Civil Thank War. You. Dang it! Stop. <laughs> Shh. There's a, like Google is listening. Um, Wesley says, um, Wesley Hook says, I was made in the back of a Nova. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) We never know what turn the show is going to (laughs) take. And Mikey is here at my... Okay, I'm just going to go. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was fucking funny. That was good. Mikey's here. Of course, the first thing that pops into my mind is like... I guess his twin was on the seat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Oh, um, Cameron's asking what year and model. <laughs> what year and model? 
<laughs> this really is like we're all having a beer together. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. All right, we're about to get serious here. Mikey's here. He says, hey, guys, happy Sunday. Of course, Mikey's yep. coming out from Oregon to cool. join us at the car racing go. show. That's exciting. That's another liberal hell he's coming from. So. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Um, Jason says, have you played around with different ratio rockers on the crates, 1.5 to 1.6? Yes. And if so, any difference on the dyno or, or uh, yeah, there is. Um, the RPM range? If you can offset them. Uh, like usually we'll put the one six on the intake and the one five on the exhaust. If you can do that, like on an asphalt application where you can actually legally do that, um, it's worth about 10 horsepower actually. Um, if you got to run them straight across, in other words, you got to either run all one fives or all one sixes. There's honestly very little difference. Good to know. But if you can stagger them, yeah, there's a, there's a definitely about a 10 horsepower increase. Cool. Wesley has answered us. That would be a 79 Nova. 79, 79 Nova, Nova is, the, uh, is the answer to that question. Yeah. So, cool, cool. Um, keep so, on asking your questions, you So guys. somebody got a new car and Wesley popped out nine months later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello. Hey, I bought cars for that reason myself, so just saying. <laughs> Golly. And we did have a drive a drive-in drive in. theater in my hometown. So. I can just see you picking out a car. You're like, test drive. Um, actually, if you would mind driving it, I'm just going to check out the back seat for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that you're older, you're probably like, um, now how big is that trunk? <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's why you buy like the SUV. SUV. You yeah. Know, no. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I can't get in that position anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, and Cameron was born in 79, so that's so cool. <laughs> Ryan says loves our show every Sunday. So thank you cool. so much every everybody that's everybody that's here, you guys get it, the kind of show that we do. And yeah, we're yeah. you know, we're just real people doing our, you know, Do doing our, our thing. things. Yes. <laughs> so it's awesome, but we've bought, we're about in an hour. Can you believe it? I can't. We, I know. It's it it really has flown. And the next time next time we'll be on the show, will be um, when we've returning from Pennsylvania. So doing, yeah, our, doing so our, a Biden sign count. I'll probably be all to hell and pissed off because I like drove all the way back. Yeah. And yeah, drove all the way up. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, the other op, op, the other option. Did you get your pee jugs up. ready? My what? Your pee jugs, because I don't stop on the way up or the way back. Come on, I mean, I I know you love to say that. <laughs> I know you love to say that that's a thing, but it's not a thing because your bladder is smaller than mine. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I can go on the side of the road. Well, I guess you can too, but. Oh my gosh. But Wesley says, I got to go. Boss just caught me watching you on the clock. <laughs> I might have to hold off on that distributor purchase. purchase. Be good, guys. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so much for being here. Well, we're about to wrap it up anyway. and Give the yeah. boss a middle finger and say. Take this job and, and shove it. it. No, no, no. We actually need him to keep his job. Oh, there, so there comes your evil stuff. assistant, Tori. Oh, get you a she-we. No, no. Kate is not getting a she-we. What is a she-we? Well, it would be a, the the female version of a of a milk jug, so you can, you know, like camping. Your job on Monday, Tori, is to buy one of those no, for Kate, not. so I don't have to freaking stop the whole way to Pennsylvania. I said evil assistant, Tori. Well, that's there you okay. Go. She like if, gave if you that the perfect is, idea. Well, if that is what the situation is, you can drive alone. <laughs> no, so, you have to count the Biden stickers. Well, now you now you've got <laughs> now you're dual duty. I'm just going to have to believe you. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, let's uh, let's. Uh, oh, Tori says I can't. I'm evil. Remember? Uh, she is. <laughs> She's totally evil. You should have seen the whole. My face she put on the invitation for my... Oh, my God, my so good. Too bad we didn't bring one of those. Birthday. I'll have to drop it in comments or something. And the only cool thing, it wasn't... <laughs> Never mind. All right. <laughs> wasn't, well, a bag of, wasn't a bag of dicks, so that was, like, the good thing. Oh, <laughs> there's still time for that. There's Probably still time. So, yeah. yeah. Um, remind me tomorrow, Tori, and uh, we will go to ruindays.com. Ruindays.com. <laughs> Order me a bag of dicks. <laughs> I will. Yeah. Yeah, um... They have some really cool stuff. They're like glitter bombs and all kinds of cool, fun stuff. I used to be on their email list because they're really fun, but really fun emails, but I don't know why I'm not anymore. So right. so anyway, all right, let's wrap this show up. Do you have any last words? <laughs> 
ask me that next week. Okay. I have no idea. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you for being part of the show. And, of course, we will be back next Sunday at a different time, but we'll just jump on here when we can. Um, Just as thanks for all the info is what Jason says. Um, Come up to South Dakota. We'll buy you a beer. So that was what I'm doing my sign off there. But They drink a lot of beer in South Dakota. A lot. Yeah, I'm from, I grew up in Minnesota. It's also pretty freaking cold up there. It is cold up there. All that's right, like a new that's like a new kind of cold too. All right, we're well, wrapping up here. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for being part of the show and you can of course catch us the podcast version over on racinginsiderspodcast.com. You can catch the replay of this one on Facebook or YouTube and we really appreciate you being here. And so, Trump 2020. Trump 2020, 100% hardcore. See you guys next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Racing Insiders podcast. If you like the show, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We'd really appreciate it if you would leave a review in iTunes. To see the show notes, visit our website at racinginsiderspodcast.com.